This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well-lived in the most radiant way, and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. has been a bumpy ride from the high optimism for the prospects of League One football to the crashing lows of the MK Dons game and our current league position. Now as a new dawn has broken there's just one game remaining before we sing old Lang Syne badly and a new year and a new decade descends. After two games at the helm, new boss Graham Coughlin has two points as the Stags show Boxing Day fight to claw back from two goals down. But the ultimate question is, as the new look Stags hit the road for Bradford on Sunday, can they bag a massive three points for the first time since October? Tonight, Nathan Cam and I reflect on the GC's first two games at the helm. That's the Irish manager, by the way, and not the annoying reality TV woman. And we ponder over what's improved and get impressed once more as Coughlin vows more hard work is yet to come. My working hard and the players working hard are two different things. So uh, we, we'll, we'll, we'll get to my way of thinking, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure. But uh, look, at the lads are giving their all again. On another day, they might not have come back. That will give them confidence there. Um, a game they should have seen out on Saturday and a game that uh, they dug themselves right back in today. So that will give them a little bit of confidence, hopefully. Um, they're creating chances, which is which is confident, which we're confident that we can we can get there and we can take them eventually. Um, I'm asking the players now, um, let, let's step up to the plate and start rewarding the fans because the last two games, the fans have been magnificent and they've got us back in the game, let's be honest. Um, I, 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 don't think, uh, I don't think we can hide that. Plus, as always, we'll take your comments, questions and general interaction in the live feed on the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield matters.
good evening and welcome to the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield matters. A very good evening, hope you're well, hope you all had a fantastic Christmas. I hope Santa brought absolutely everything you were looking for. In case you're wondering why Cam and Nathan are smirking and laughing uh, as the intro was going on. I always moan at these two for, or, or sometimes for, not wearing Stag's gear and memorabilia and I looked across and saw Nathan had his Stag shirt on, Cam had his Stag's jacket on and realised that I was still in uh, my normal clothes from today and just realised I've not got a Stag shirt on. I'm supposed to be the host of this podcast. And I wasn't wearing anything stag related. So I said to Cam, go in the draw next to you. There's about 5,000 stag shirts in there. He chucked me a stag shirt. I don't know what year this is from. I think it's from a couple of years ago. Uh, I think 13, 14. 13, season. 14 season. Uh, and I just chucked it on over the top uh, and just about managed to get it on before the end of the intro song uh, got involved. So I might do a bit of a. Play, see if you notice anything later on. Keep your eyes peeled to what shirt I'm wearing. I've got an idea. Uh, anyway, let's get started with uh, tonight's show. As always, get your say in the comments in the live feed right now. Have your say on your team. Uh, why? Because Mansfield, of course, always matters. Graham Coughlin's had two games in charge, Nath. Two points uh, from two home games. What have you made of his start, the start of a new dawn? Um, well, I mean, first of all, good evening, everyone. Uh, thanks for my, the call that you've given me, Craig. I'm fuming. Uh, so, apologies if I'm a bit quiet tonight, but uh, I also for that. So shut up. <laughs> uh, I've still got enough of me to argue with you. Uh, but yeah, I mean. How uh, is Alex McDonald? <laughs> <laughs> same old, same old. Um, no, it's been. We, we, we've had some improvements. Uh, we certainly seem a bit more pressing on the pitch. You seem seem a bit more positive. We're obviously creating chances uh, a little bit more. We're <coughs> putting them all away, which is probably our downfall. To why we've come away with two points rather than than maybe you know four or five or so. Um, so can't get five can you but whatever you know what I mean um, You're, are you alright no, it's one of those days um, right we could have gone away with three or four points that's what I meant to say mm. uh, but yeah, live, you know, we can't edit this I don't care I don't care but yeah we've, we've, it's, it's, it's improved but you know uh, we probably we should have got more out of the games really if we're going to be critical we probably should have at least won one of them yeah and I think that one which we should have won particularly Cam should have perhaps been uh, Graham Cochran's first game in charge uh, the game against Northampton the one all draw um, the Stags took the lead through Andy Cook's fantastic goal and then just that lapsing energy that lapsing concentration and then uh, they go down the other end after we miss a goal and sitting chance and they put the ball away it's going to be those guilty chances of which are going to really start to, to cost us oh, yeah. can I ask you a question before we go on have you dyed your hair <laughs> have you only just noticed <laughs> wow okay, anyway, just carry on just yeah purple um, yeah, let's, yeah let's leave it that right, thing let's carry on um, <laughs> why completely <laughs> why not I've completely put off now um, it's just the story of our season we don't take his chances and we punish for it and it's same again same again yesterday it's just not taking his chances and we're punished for it and fair enough we dug it out dug ourselves out to our old but it's not good enough and Danny Rose missed two sitters uh, CJ obviously missed a sitter on oh, whenever it was Saturday and it, it it cost us and it really is the story of our season once we start getting the ball in the back at net we're fine 
because once we got that first goal yesterday, we, we were just thriving with confidence, trying to get that that fine that that next next goal, just pushing further and further and further forward. We're watching Vale sink further into their own box, and it was just fantastic to watch players with a bit of confidence and a bit of, a bit of fire in their bellies. And I know it's only a draw, but it, we're heading in the right direction. It's we started to see the football that we want to watch. And we don't want to see this defensive football that we've seen for nearly all season. I think the thing which Graham Cochran's installed straight away, Nate, is that get up and get in your face. There's a yeah. bit more fight, there's a bit more battle, and there's a little bit more uh, desire to go out and play there and, and play without fear. Yeah, and I think that's something that's going to probably get better the more we under his management. I mean, he said in his post-match interview after Paul Vale saying uh, about you know the players will no doubt you know, the, the, the more that he gets to work with them on the training pitch so obviously at the moment games are coming thick and fast over the Christmas period so the more he actually gets time to really drill in the way he wants things to work it should get better and I think there he's probably talking about more the the high intensity pressing sort of game that he wants you know I think it's quite clear what he wants he wants to get the forward the ball forward pretty quickly uh, which which is quite direct football I wouldn't say you know I don't think we're playing you know that sort of passing football that we, we've, we've seen in previous years but it's more direct a little bit like Steve Evans was really it was get it up the pitch quick as yeah. fast as you can and then press from high up and it, you know and it might not be what everybody wants to see as a football wise but if it starts getting results so that certainly at the moment that's all that matters right now and um, you know it's a bit like uh, from our championship winning season in the conference we, we probably didn't play the best football but you got we got the results and and the day that's probably what most supporters want. We want want success and uh, we want to celebrate wins and goals. So uh, I think, the, like I said, the more time he gets to 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 work with the squad and the players, the probably the stronger we should become over the season. Keep your comments uh, coming in. Really want to hear from you tonight. This is a place for you to have your say on your team. The final chance uh, this calendar year for you to have your say on your team, but it's not the final show we will have one very special podcast for you uh, towards the end of the year it'll be released on New Year's Eve we'll have a end of decade audio review for you myself Nathan can be sitting down on Monday uh, to record that'll be out on New Year's Eve for you to listen keep your comments coming in uh, tonight though what have you enjoyed about Graham Cochran's uh, reign so far what do you think he's changed what have you been impressed with and where would you like to see him improve in January uh, Mark's been in touch and he says it's nice to see Mellis uh, on the pitch obviously got some minutes uh, in that game on uh, Boxing Day uh, yesterday uh, no idea what day of the week it is by the way so no idea absolutely no idea idea. Um, good to see him get some minutes. Obviously didn't play a part in Saturday's game but he was involved in other things uh, which we won't discuss on uh, Friday with a former Mansfield player. Uh, Will has also been in touch and he says we're doing the basics well which helps absolutely. And I think that's that's one thing uh, where we'd started to go wrong. I think panic set in after a certain while with John Dempster and we stopped doing the basics. We stopped doing those simple things like passing, like talking like getting the ball wide and getting it up the pitch and pressing teams and you could see from the from the minute the f- very first I'm going to say the very second minute actually after the uh, Northampton game because the first minute they hit the bar and it could have gone drastically wrong from the second minute against Northampton you could see Cam that Mansfield was starting to relax and go back to that training ground schoolyard frame of mind where they were taking it baby step by baby step crawling before we could walk essentially oh yeah and it's just 
it literally is going back to the basics and what we've done so wrong this season is the basics it's just cutting out them silly errors in our game and unfortunately we we had a good performance on on Saturday overall it was a good performance and then uh, yesterday it wasn't a bad performance which is the worrying, the worrying thing it weren't the world's worst which not not the worst we've seen us play this season and we were 2-0 down and it was just that they took the chances and we didn't but we're starting to string passes together starting to get moves together and rather than just losing the ball or letting other teams Boston midfield we're actually we're actually making teams like right you you come to our ground you're gonna play our way we're not gonna let you not you not gonna let you play around with it we're gonna make you play our way and if you don't like it then we'll just walk all over you and it it seemed like that for most of the game yesterday and it, it's just unfortunate they scored when they did they got a bit of momentum got the second and then we have to do it the hard way like we've always done this season so it's positive but there is still a long way to go yeah how much of a, uh, an issue is fitness at the moment Nath because again we saw it in both like, games we, we started to get tired alright against Northampton we had a bit of ze more zest about us because it was the first game the crowd was really behind us we scored the goal went on the front foot and then the tiredness set in but then uh, against Port Vale yesterday on Boxing Day you could really see that tiredness set in pretty much from the 15th minute where Mansfield seemed to be dragging their way through the very heavy and very muddy one core stadium pitch yeah I think that, that probably the condition was didn't help uh, so you know if, if we're obviously the same condition for, the, for both teams but if we're more you know less fit than what Port Vale are then on those sort of pitches and those conditions you're going to you're going to see see it play more of a difference than it would on a normal game day so you know that that I think you can quite clearly see it as a problem because now we're trying to play a bit more pressing obviously you know he's asking for more of the players that are out there so you're going to um, you, you are going to see the, the effects more and I think we've I, I think we probably noticed it quite a lot in the Northampton game as well because the, the difference was with the Port Vale game because we, we were chasing and obviously we got the goal back through through Maynard and we, we had something to really go for we, we sort of got a bit of second wind there to, to help us along the line but not Northampton was a bit different so obviously they, they equalised and it sort of knocked the wind out of us and the, the crowd was sort of wanting us to go forward and you know and, and go for the winner even though Northampton are on top towards the end but you could see just the players just didn't have anything left in the tank uh, there was a couple of occasions where Lesnick had the ball and we was so the sports were, were urging him to get it up the ball you know get up the pitch quick but Lesnick obviously assessed the situation and realised that the players didn't have much left in them and he, and he instead took his time and it was probably probably a wise decision from him really even though we, we wanted the three points it would probably you could have saved us losing a point really so uh, I think that's something that has to be worked on and unfortunately it's probably a, a, a problem that sort of you know that Graham Cochran's uh, inherited from the previous regime really that's probably not worked on fitness enough yeah, and uh, there's another thing which Cochrane has done, and that's brought players back from uh, the abyss and given them a chance to, to refine themselves. It goes for all the players, to be fair, but one man in particular, uh, Cam, is Willem Tomlinson, who was named in the starting line and replaced the uh, injured Connor Shaughnessy in that game at home to Northampton. Played very, very well, was in my top three of uh, man of the matches. Played, kept his place uh, on Boxing Day, played very well again. Obviously, started to struggle towards after about an hour 
of so fitness is clearly an issue with him but how good is it to see uh, a player who was brought in early this year start to really fulfil that potential which uh, the previous previous manager uh, highlighted was there oh, massively and uh, Wills he works hard and we could see that fair enough yesterday not everything came off for him just a couple of bad touches but it was very very tough conditions and it was just unfortunate that a couple of passes didn't didn't quite string together but all other than that another fantastic performance and he's he's still young he's still got a lot to learn and still got a lot of time to develop and I think uh, with the way that Graham uh, works with his players a bit of an arm round shoulder and come on let's do this it's more of a headlock or a, or a neck nah, round yeah, 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 yeah. I think he's more aggressive isn't he? yeah very he's yeah. very, very hands on but it, you get that, that connection that, that bond with your players and you, you're all working towards one goal rather than just the manager dishing out, dishing out the instructions it's interesting to see the change in style. Obviously, Dempster was a lot more reserved, liked to work more on the training ground. He wasn't really a touchy-feely manager, if you like. Coughlin's very much uh, a little bit of... It's a little bit of Flickcroft meets Evans, really. Um, yeah. I'm still not confident of doing the uh, the impression yet, so you're spared for this year. Um, but it's very, very good to see him, you know, kicking every ball, heading every ball, but also encouraging good play uh, criticising um, bad play but in a positive positive way and really getting under the, his players skin and, and getting them going we need that sort of manager because when you're low on confidence Nicky Maynard is a prime example if you go back you know uh, to uh, to John Dempster's last game in charge at, at uh, Crew, the one-all draw there where he missed Three absolute sitters, where he, you know, burying, burying them all day long. This time last year, players like that who thrive on confidence and thrive on scoring goals, that's going to have a massive effect, isn't it, going forward? We'd have thought so. When you think, think back to last season, you've got Andy Cook banging them in for Walsall, uh, Nicky banging them for for Bury, and obviously I know we've got Tyler, but he's another one that thrived on confidence and he's doing all right at Lincoln. But it just shows that three players from very different styles of football just just thrive absolutely thrive on the confidence that they've got from scoring goals. And let's just hope that Nicky finds his feet, really, really finds his feet now. That it just seems that he's a bit, he's a little bit more threatening under Coughlin that I've seen from the last from what he's what he played on. On uh, on Boxing Day on yesterday, and just being in the right place at the right time, something that we've we've not seen from him this season. It's just a bit of a fortunate balance that it comes back to him. But if like two weeks ago, he'd have probably put that into Phil Mill Pond, and this time he's hit back at net. And, and let's just hope he can carry that on. I think as as well as you know, we talked about Maynard there, but probably another player that. Uh, where we're talking about change of form where we're being so important is probably CJ Hamilton absolutely yeah. and he's one that for me the last two two games we sort of we started to see him become a bit more the player that we know he can be he's still got still got a way to go and hopefully that goal uh, you know is is what he needs now to give him the real boost because for me I think he's been much better the last two games and whether that's Due to the new management, new or, or whatever, something uh, is giving him a bit more sort of freedom and 
uh, decide to go out there and do well. So let's hope that that really springboards them now for the rest of the season. See, we've missed them. Definitely missed them. Keep your comments uh, coming in. Will says got a good feeling about Graham. Five years and we are in the championship. Bit yeah, early. And then yeah. have expectations levels. Like, yeah. You know, we finally got back down. Don't pull back up yet. Yeah. Can we can we stay alive in League <laughs> Two first? Yeah. Uh, although I love the ambition. Uh, good way to uh, see. It. Let's just say maybe one one too many Christmas sherrys. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> Gary says this group of players are on their fourth manager in three seasons. Two of which were sacked. Cochrane knows the size of the problem he has inherited. It is an issue. It's. I was thinking about it the other day, and at times it's been like watching somebody try and keep the Titanic afloat by using a colander at times, which is which is quite a funny way of looking at it because no matter what you try, no matter how you attack it and go about it, the water's just going to keep leaking and leaking and leaking. Finally, we seem to, we've seen to have got somebody who's had a bright idea to bring some buckets without holes in, um, and he's got a big job on his hands, but I think he might need a few extra minutes. Interesting that he's stuck with the same starting lineup twice in his two games despite a quick turnaround of those games would you expect there to be changes come January 8th I know initially he said probably not mm. but maybe that's that was something you know he, he wanted to uh, consider and things like that would you expect changes come January I think there I think there'll be a couple I don't think there's going to be too many because I just think it's very difficult to get in the targets you want in January. It's really hard to do that. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see a couple, maybe two, maybe two or three go out and maybe one or two come in. I think that's what uh, I think we'll see. Uh, and I'd, I'd hope for that as well, actually. And I'd, it's very weird for me to say that because at the start of the season, I was thinking, you know, this squad is, is, is a very good squad and there wasn't much I'd say to change it. But the last few weeks, I think when you... You know, uh, we've put a lot of blame on the management but I think they had to come to the point where the players also just have to take some of that criticism, criticism. Um, and, I, and I still feel like now you know, even the manager's changed I still think the players have had to take a long hard look at themselves and I think I think Graham's doing that as well I think he's he's not protecting the players I think he's making them step up to the plate as well which I don't think John Dempster did enough so we're probably you know, we've got another couple of games to go uh, well, and then we also got January, where players have a bit of time to prove themselves. Uh, if not, they, they could we could see them going. But I think that's only if he's got targets that he can realistically bring in at the same time. For me, I, I didn't want to judge him initially. Obviously, a lot of people judge him after those first two games. You can already sense the on social media and talking to all the fans can that there's been a bit of a, a bounce, a bit of an impact. But realistically, he's not had actually had actually had a lot of time to actually get down and dirty on the training ground. It'd be very interesting to see what changes, you know, if we have like a, a, a two or three week period of playing Saturday, Saturday and having that more time. Because at the moment, it must be very light training um, and then rest before game day because they, you know they keep coming thick and fast, don't they? Oh yeah, and it's same for daily every season. We always seem to have a bit of a blip over Christmas. I'd say last year was about the only exception. But it, at least with the last few seasons, you've had a chance where you can like work with the players or something because it's the same players. And um, whereas this season, it's. It's completely do management or di- different management team, like assistant and manager. So you've got four games to prove yourself. Last Saturday against Northampton, yesterday, uh, you've got 
uh, Bradford and then I'd probably say Cambridge on New Year's Day because you're not going to see anything New Year's Day necessarily so then players have got four, four days really to prove themselves or four games to prove themselves as well as the, the stuff that they're doing on the training ground as to why where they fit in with Graham's systems what he wants to do and, and how they can be influential in that Is there anybody that you've not seen yet Nathan in terms of uh, who's out of the, the squad or on the fringes who you think other than the obvious Amari answer is there anybody that you, you feel in, in that background that Coughlin's uh, up and at him attitude and get on his skin attitude can have a, a positive uh, effect on who is there within the you know the, the reserve of our squad if you like that can come in and, and make a real impact with some uh, in your face uh, style coaching um, I'm not sure. I mean, one of William Tomlinson would have been one of them players, but he's been given the the opportunity, and he looks like he's taking it. So that that's good. But we probably haven't seen much of him, have we? Really, uh, so far this season. So it's great he is getting his chance. Um, obviously, Amari, but what, what whatever reason was he on the bench? No, uh, no. no, he wasn't. Was he? No, no. Poor no. So. Uh, I won't be surprised if he's one of them that's going to be gone in uh, in January. Uh, for whatever reason, he just does not get his chance, does he? So no, I, no. I, I'm, I'm going to give up. I, I, I give up saying it. Uh, so whatever's going on there, who knows? Um, I'm trying to think about see who's in the squad. Really, like without sort of uh, looking at the, the youth players, um, it's hard to know, really, isn't it? I can't think of any first teamers at the moment. Uh, the, well, the senior players who who haven't really been given a uh, you know, fair fair go. I mean, the only diff- the only the only criticism I would have had in the last two uh, two matches, and this is I have to say it because I think if if John Dempster was in charge, I think I'd be sat here absolutely raging about it. And that's because I started eleven. I just said, uh, I just the fact with with no Khan or Mer- I mean, obviously Mer's situation's different, but yeah, uh, with no Khan in there or a bit of creativity, I just felt we was lacking it. Um, so. I would like to see that change in there just a bit of I don't know whether it's just going with who we trust which which is fine you know like you said earlier we've not had time to really work with the squad at the moment so we've just gone with a bit of sort of you know fight and uh, you know, get some teeth in that midfield and, and battle which is fine if that's what you know he wants to do then it makes sense but I think he's still starting to start adding a bit of uh, creativity in there as well I'm going to be honest Christmas day for me is, is a bit of a, a bit of a whitewash I wasn't bothered about that we did presents this morning and everything like that but the one thing I've been waiting for this entire Christmas is this moment the moment where you two have another go about Alex McDonald because one person who's in there and who has been given that job he's played left wing for the last two games is Alex McDonald I personally think it's worked but I imagine there's something I'm actually not going to argue I think yeah. it's oh, you've ruined no, 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 the last, yeah. the last few weeks it's a Christmas miracle I mean it's, I still oh. don't think he's great but oh. the last few weeks he has been better so I can't, <laughs> it's hard, I can't sit here and, and criticise him that much when he's when he's playing better but I still I think there'd be better players I do believe that CJ and Maka did switch about halfway through the first half yeah they, they constantly switched they did, they, they've done that for a 
They did. They did it that works. Well, it, it works. It's it's good because it gives you know the other defenders, the other fullbacks, something to think about. So yeah. Oh, so he's you know he's been in my face. I don't have to worry about him now. Oh, bloody hell, I've got somebody who's going to chase after. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's run me, run me into the ground here. It's good psychological but play. It is good, but I think I'd rather see the switch between Khan and CJ than than Macca and CJ. Put Macca in the middle. Different type of player though. Macca and Khan though. Well, I know. Uh, that's, that's, that's precisely my point I think I'd rather see that sort of difference I'd rather see a, a creative player who was in form before he was randomly dropped I might add uh, in, in Otis Khan uh, and I'm not don't worry I'm not saying drop uh, drop your, your Alex McDonald I'm saying maybe shift him into the into the middle uh, yeah, well, then, then who do you plays. drop Bish, Bish or Will probably Bish at the moment I don't know Bish is getting better as well which is another positive so um, you know that, but I probably would he's, he's going to need a bit of a rest we've got four games that are pretty close to each other uh, moving forward that's what I would do I'd, I'd, I'd drop him in there for Bish who probably is going to be struggling more than the other the others um, and stick Khan out there and switch them to keep your comments uh, coming in love to hear from you tonight have your say on your team Gareth says on a positive note we are making plenty of chances the conversion rate is poor due to the either lack of concentration or lack of fitness the manager needs to find the answer quickly Jody says I'd like to see Jimmy Knowles get on more uh, Pierce might get a bit of a boost uh, from his style of management because obviously other than injury he's not shown up please don't criticise Macca <laughs> he gets in there causes mayhem and he attempts to create Nathan do you want to count Counter, counter, counter balance. Counter, well, no, that that. All those or? are true. It's just a shame he can't really. He just kicks the ball over his shoulder and hopes for the best. But aside from that, <laughs> I agree with those comments. Uh, Merry Christmas to you. <laughs> Merry, Merry Christmas to you. Uh, let's talk about James Clark. He's uh, been in uh, for the last couple of games or so. Obviously, uh, Kellen Gordon injured. Hayden White injured. Obviously, not back full training uh, properly or wasn't uh, the last time we heard. Um, this potential that the, the first team that Cochrane picked was what he'd seen, a mixture of what he'd seen in training and what advice he'd had from the, the staff who was still in place. One of those, incidentally, is Lee Glover, who is still at the club in more of a coaching capacity now rather than the assistant role, although uh, I don't think his role's been clarified as yet. Anyway, um, but um, Clark's played in there, obviously young and experienced player, but every time we've seen him play, we've always spoken positively about him got man of the match yesterday he's really looked uh, looked good in those positions it seems like he, he might be another one who can you know come on under Cochrane's guidance Cam oh yeah definitely and it's a difficult one because w what do you do with him when Hayden White and Callum Gordon are then fit because then you could then drop into the to the five, you can still play four four two. And I play, don't. I'm gonna say I do not see. Do I do not see Cochran <laughs> I mean, going through at the back. I see him playing four four two. This is how we're playing. Like it all along. More, more um, Hayden White or <clears throat> Kellen Gordon being a winger, a right wing. Yeah. Rather than a, a, a right wing back or a, a centre fullback. Because what we, we're now getting overloaded in one position because Clark's. Oh God! Excuse me has really proved himself over the last couple of games and he's got the tendency to yeah fair enough he's a young lad so little niggly bits that he's got it'll lose eventually but 
other than just like random little bits that he does wrong it's been overall a, a good first few weeks under Cochrane for him and he's another young lad that obviously we saw the potential in in, in, in the summer and brought him in and it's a really weird one because it, 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 did he go into the youth yeah he went yeah. to the 21s yeah and then just randomly brings up in first team which is a bit harsh on the youth lads but I suppose when you come in from someone like Burnley playing in uh, the Premier League week in week out in well, Premier League 2 um, it's got to be rather annoying to be then sat in the youth team for uh, nearly for most of the season but he's he's got his chance and he's took it so far I'd say yeah he's a good young good young player I think some uh, with some good guidance I think he'll go far for us I said that even before there with another under the previous regime one interesting thing for me Nate has been uh, the lack of Christian Pierce Jody mentioned him in a, a comment there we know he was uh, struggling with illness before mm. John Nebster's uh, departure but uh, not been put in there Ryan Sweeney's uh, kept the armband what have you made of uh, his leadership are we about to see a new skipper or are we just seeing somebody standing until the chief is back uh, in the starting 11 well, is, it, is it must be really bad flu to keep him out this long uh, but uh, it, well, he's been on the bench hasn't he so you think if he had the flu what he went about the, around the squad so I think we can mm. discount that right now uh, I don't know. It, it, it's, a, it's an interesting one, especially when it was, when, you know, when it's your captain. It's quite, for me, it's quite a big statement to, to leave your captain on the bench if he's if he's fit. So it's uh, a bizarre one. Could it mean that he potentially is on his way out in January? You know, there was a lot of rumours about him at the start of the season. Mm. Uh, so could that be a possibility? You know, there's a, or, or is it literally a choice that that Graham's made down to four? <coughs> Do we just think that? At the moment, Preston and Sweeney are doing the job he wants. Said they're, they're playing well, and it wouldn't, wouldn't be fair to drop them. It could also be that. So, you know, it's an interesting one that we obviously not we don't really know the answer to. Uh, I guess the next few weeks we'll probably understand that a little bit more. So uh, it'll be interesting to see where, where, what happens with that one. As much as we don't want games to to pass us by at the minute, as much as we need to sort of, you know. And try and get as much time between games as we can we actually do want the next two or three games out of the way so then we can get back to that Saturday Saturday routine and, and get on the training ground because that is clearly what we're missing at the moment we're below par on fitness we're below par on confidence we've not had a lot of time to, to bond with this new manager it, you know it, we need that time behind closed doors now, don't we, to really settle down and, uh, and put these, uh, uh, you know, put the cement mixture on the uh, on the concrete blocks. I think that, and we've got a couple of key players that can still come back into, into the mix with with the likes of White. I know we were just saying about whether he would come back in anyway for for Clark. I, I personally think he will. I think yeah. White will be the the number one right right back. Um, I think Gordon, if once he's back, he'll probably go right mid anyway. So that's personally, I think it'll work, and then Clark will come on. To change, maybe change it if you know. Obviously, White isn't going to be up to full fitness. There's a few players that still need to sort of come back into the mix and build up that fitness. So that's a big thing. But like like I said earlier in the show, it's more for me. I think as as he said in his post match interview, it's about him being able to drill in the the way he wants things to happen into the players. Uh, so the more time he has on the training pitch to do that, I think the stronger we'll become. And, and we'll start to get, get a bit more of an idea of what players are buying into that idea as well. And, and you know, uh, as much as you, you 
you know, we can sit here as supporters and say we wouldn't want to see that player go, etc. But you don't know what each player is thinking either. You don't know which ones themselves want to change or things. So it'll be very interesting over the next few weeks to see how things actually materialise. Yeah, absolutely. Jodie says that she really rates that Sweeney's leadership and that Pierce hasn't looked the same player or leader that he was last season. We'd, it's a good point. I mean, nobody's slated anyone, of course, but leadership was clearly the issue under John Dempster. Um, it's something which Graham Copeland rates very, very highly indeed, Cam. And if he is to come back in, he is going to have to step up his game because it's. I, I don't think it's unfair to say that it perhaps wasn't where it needed to be when questions were being asked during our, our very very poor uh, period and start to the season oh yeah and I think Sweeney's more than proved himself over the last few games and when you've got someone like Sweeney that's like right it's probably just a temporary thing till Chief is back but he's more than staked his claim to to be captain from now on and I think it, yeah it might be harsh on, on Chief to take it off him but when you're not playing and then when you are fit and you're still not playing it's like what I, do you do I, I don't think he's been given it just because Chief isn't playing because you, you forget Mal Bennett he's been playing and he's the one that used to be getting the, the arm yeah, I just want to I just want to add into this is obviously not a, a not necessarily a decision which Cochrane made. Don't, don't forget that in uh, John Dempster's last couple of games as manager, Ryan Sweeney was captain over Mal Benning as well. So mm. that that might be a thing of right, I, right, that's right. Uh, who played last game? You, 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 you. you. Uh, right, it was Skip. You, right, here you go. Yeah, go and, and off you go. And that might have been. That literally could be the situation. So we don't know. We're just pure speculation, isn't it? Really, true. Guessing, absolutely, <laughs> yeah, absolutely guessing. But, but it could be a, 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 again a sort of like they like say he's taken over. But the fact that he's proved himself being able to do it, it's a bit like like I said, it'd be hard. Like I said, it was hard to hard to bench him for Pierce comeback. It'd certainly be hard to take the captain's arm out if he's doing it well. Why would you? Mm. So it's one of them, isn't it? Maybe he's he's had his opportunity <coughs> and grasped it. To use the old footballing cliche, though. You don't just need one captain, you need 11 leaders on the pitch. And we've got one in the dugout as well. His name is Graham Coughlin. Let's get his reaction uh, to that two-all draw against Port Vale on Boxing Day yesterday, where the Stags fought from two goals behind to take a point from the jaws of defeat. Here's Graham Coughlin. We don't look as if we have composure um, in front of the goal. So that's obviously self-belief and confidence, composure, um, all of the above. So I was a bit disappointed that we didn't uh, we didn't win the game, if, if, if I'm being quite honest I, I thought we should have won and that's another game at home that we should have won the goals we conceded were poor um, two centre-halves to set piece the second goal two centre-halves both their men uh, flick on at the near and then the boy bundles it over over the, uh, the back stick we give a free kick away in a, in a, in a, in a deep area ball the defender or the striker sorry is running towards the, the running out play really and we fouled him and we allowed him to put a ball in the box so it's um, it's frustrating it's annoying but uh, we, we will get there we'll, we'll, we'll get there we've uh, not had much chance to work hard really um, uh, my working hard and the players working hard are two different things so uh, we, we'll, we'll, we'll get to my way of thinking I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure but uh, look at the lads have given their all again on another day they might not have come back um, yet again the fans have got us back into a game yet again the fans have got us over the line but 
they're doing their bit I'm asking the players now um, let, let's step up to the plate and start rewarding the fans because the last two games the fans have been magnificent and they've got us back in the game let's be honest um, I, I, I don't think uh, I don't think we can hide that so uh, they, they stuck with us and they got us in yes it was difficult conditions I get all the excuses in the book that, that, that not modern day footballers will make but it's a game we should have won it's a game we should have defended their two, uh, their two balls in the box better and um, it, it wasn't to be but like I said when I came in through the door I was under no illusions um, there's a lack of confidence lack of self-belief and that's possibly why we're missing chances and that's possibly why we're vulnerable at the back that will give them confidence there um, a game they should have seen out on Saturday and a game that uh, they've dealt themselves right back in today so that'll give them a little bit of confidence hopefully um, they're creating chances which is which is confident um, which we're confident that we can we can get there and we can take them eventually but um, I keep saying there's some good players they don't deserve to be where they are in the division whatever's gone on in the past has gone on so uh, it's, 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 it's a new era a new chapter and one thing's for sure we're getting honest honesty we're getting hard work we're getting graft we're getting commitment from the players and that's a good start that, that, that's a start Yes, we'd have liked to take more points. Yes, we'd have liked to keep clean sheets. And yes, we would have liked to win one of our two games. But uh, there's a few little bits and pieces that I'm, 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 I'm positive uh, on. And there's a few little bits and pieces that I can see already that, uh, that I'm pleased with. I love them rolling their sleeves up. I love them fighting back and getting back into the game. Now they've shown me character. Now they've shown me what, they, what, what, what they're made of, that they can come back from the, in, in the face of adversity. So that's, that's a massive positive. That's a massive plus. To be fair, he does a, give a great interview, but he doesn't offend it quick, does he? That's Graham Coughlin speaking to I Follow Stags after uh, the 2-all draw at home to Port Vale on uh, Boxing Day, where the Stags fought back from the uh, from the ropes and uh, got themselves uh, a point from the jaws of defeat. Let's be honest, after Port Vale's second goal went in, did we believe that we were going to be taking anything out of that game, Cam? No. <laughs> no not at all. Nate? No. <laughs> I uh, have little faith for you. I'm not, not gonna lie. I was uh, unfortunately I wasn't actually at the game, so I, I was listening to the commentary on I follow. Part time uh, fan. Christmas and all that. No, it's yeah, uh, Christmas and all that. Trying to keep the missus happy. That's what it was. No. Still, still failed. Right? Do you not know the golden rule in relationships? I normally yeah. And I, football I normally, I, I, and podcasts come first. Yeah, and, and she knows that usually. Right. We need to have a little chat. Where are you going in like a week's time? On holiday. For how long? Two weeks. Big, and, and who is going with you? The, the girlfriend, why? And whose idea was Alan? It's not the girlfriend. Well, it's kind of my... I, you need, I mean, if you're going to bring Alan into you know I'm, I'm put holidays over anything, so that's, uh, that's you know... Yeah, I know point. I know what point you're trying to make here, but, but anyway... I've we been do a cruise, Cat. What was I <laughs> saying? It's not a cruise, anyway, South Africa. No. But I, I, I do a cruise cast anyway. Anyway, what was I even saying now? You've absolutely done me. Uh, oh right, yeah. So we weren't there. The second goal. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I uh, almost stopped listening. I was that, that confident it was going to be a defeat. So thankfully I didn't. I, I, don't, uh, I don't quite. Uh, yeah. Anyway, my commitment's still there. I mean, I was in. Yeah, a, you were listening. I was to listening in a, in, a, in a room full of her family, which I think was probably being judged for at the same time. But <laughs> I still did it. I still, you know, put my chest out. I was like, I'm listening, love. If you like it or not. Oof. I didn't. I said, please, can I listen? But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I very nearly did turn off. That's how sort of uh, wrongly I was. I didn't fancy us to get back into it, but thankfully, uh, 
we've had and the, the change that we've had most in us probably in the last under uh, Graham is probably that a little bit of you know a, a belief there and uh, more importantly the desire to, to fight and not give up to the last minute so well one man who's not been as impressed has uh, been in touch and that's Mark he says uh, two games so far mediocre at best as I said on the last show I reserve my judgement let's see what his intentions are come January when the transfer market opens and who this new manager can or cannot attract yeah interesting obviously naturally we've already been uh, linked with uh, Bristol Rovers players can I think that was bound to happen wasn't it yeah it's, it's just going to happen but uh, it's alright reserving judgement I think it, it'd be very harsh to judge on those two games it's very much I don't want to say you were a rushed appointment but it was very much right let's get him in go 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 you've got a game in such and such days and then you've got a game after that and all you've got maybe one day training go and do something yeah let's, let's be fair that this whole situation this whole time of year is hell for changing management because it was brought in what on the Tuesday Wednesday was it the, was it the well the rumours came around on the Saturday nothing on the Sunday then the rumour mill started going again on the Monday yeah uh, and then then it was the Tuesday it was confirmed yeah confirmed on the Tuesday but it, w- it wouldn't have necessarily taken training Wednesday he took training for the first time uh, and had the, the, the press, press br- conference press br- briefing then Thursday so he'd have had Wednesday Thursday then would have had Friday so he'd have three days training Friday's always light training and then obviously he was trying to do the deal with Joe Dunn as well uh, to be his assistant manager so it's very very rushed Lo- not a lot of time on the training ground then game day yeah. there's not really been a lot of time to work I mean <laughs> For me, it needs. To, I'm going to say the end of January, but I will certainly be keeping an eye on uh, our business in the January transfer window. Although deep down, I do believe it's going to be one in, one out. And I think as well, what the, I think Mark, was it Mark yeah. said in the, the comment as well about what sort of players he can attract. Well, if you think uh, earlier back in the summer with with John Dempsey, you'd probably say I'd probably say Graham's had a bit more, had a better career than what John Dempster did, and they're sort of a similar part of their. Uh, managerial experience as well so you probably would have said exactly the same about John Dempster uh, probably even more so about him and he's still our business in, the, in January for me uh, sorry in, in the summer uh, bringing in the likes of Nicky Maynard Cook yeah. you know players like that I, it's not you've got to remember it's not, they're not coming just for the manager we are as a club even though our league position isn't great we still have a lot to attract players in so uh, I don't think it's going to be a matter of Necessarily, them coming to play for the managers, coming to play for the for the club, and what our ambitions are. Uh, but we still also again need to remember that business is just very difficult to do in January unless you're going to throw a lot of cash at it, which I don't think we're going to do because let's probably face it, promotion is probably gone this season. Now I think we just need to settle things down and then go for next year. Yeah, I think if anyone's thinking that we're still going to get promotion from the position we're in. It's going, to, it's going to be a long, hard slog. We needed to start winning games four games ago to, to get promotion. Yeah. We are long way. I mean, For me, we were in a relegation battle. I'm, I'm saying it because I think, you know, a, a defeat there and a win for somebody else here is... It's not far, is it? Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's closer than you think. Every now and then you look at a live league table and join the match and you think, oh, you know, it's not going to take much to get dragged right into it. But 
The good one. news is Max Ferguson yeah. had deducted points. Yeah. I mean, obviously not good news under the circumstances, but for us, uh, I'm going to have to accept it at the moment because I mean, that's how desperate we are. So I think Mac was there now the last time of the season, so the likelihood of anyone going down is very minimal. Yeah, but look how long it took. It, Barry was dragged out for. Yeah, I don't think they're going to. True, but it started happening with Macclesfield a lot sooner than it did for Boric because we only started hearing about the Bory thing. Yeah, um, and they were still ticking over. They were, fair enough, they weren't getting paid, but they were still ticking over until the end of the season. Macclesfield well, shocked it, hadn't they? Yeah, and they've already been deducted points. And it, it's happen. not even the new year yet, yeah. and the likelihood of them saving themselves between now and whenever the next court date is is, is minimal. But we cannot rely on other teams' misfortunes and failures and misdemeanours to save our own arses. We have to book our ideas up because, as you, as you say, Nathan... Well, it'd be abysmal yeah. if, if it comes to it. When, let's say Maxford did go, uh, go bust with no relegation spots or say they got more points deducted. Even finishing uh, 22nd, you know, one place above them, yeah. uh, is pretty pathetic when you look at the money we put into the the squad and the, the players we have. That still is absolutely unacceptable. The, the only the, it, 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 it should not happen. We should be looking at minimum of, of, of top half of the table. That should be our our target now, which is still a massive underachievement. But from where we are now, I'd take that. But the the the, the other point I sort of wanted to make about the January thing is that I just don't see us throwing loads of money at it to bring in big signings and lots of players uh, when I think promotion is done for now for the season I just think that it needs to be the opportunity to stabilise I think we need to look now of um, you know where we are where we have been and what we've gone through I think as somebody mentioned at the top of the show about this group of players have basically been through four managers in the last couple of years or so, and there's a, a reason for that. I'm going to discount that Steve Evans as one of them because he, some he of them left five yeah, in some situations. Yeah, he left us. Um, um, so I'm going to say, you know, three managers in what basically a season and a half in 18 months. Mm. And within that is failure after failure after failure. There's a players who've been at this club for a very very long time and not um, achieved anything. They'll be starting to get itchy feet and looking towards their future and seeing what they can do. They've got us into into this um, into this position, and we've we've got to now you know take it on the chin a little bit and maybe let go some of those who have been long serving maybe it is time to you know run some fresh water because you know if, <coughs> if everybody shares the same bath water year you know night upon night it's going to get murkier and murkier and you're going to end up like a Chesterfield fan aren't you at some point how dare you say that word on this podcast <laughs> shocking you're from there aren't you Deep sad, deadly silence. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely kill you. Right? The, 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 <laughs> yeah. Is uh, the stare? Blame me, Bob. I told her. I told her to, to come to Mansfield, but she didn't. It's her fault. <laughs> it don't matter. Oh dear, I can see you too. Far out at Arnie, aren't you? But in all seriousness, though, it, you look at those players who've been no, here for a long time, and you, you're looking at them to try and step up now, aren't you? But ultimately, it's not happening. You, you need there's, there's certain players that you probably would, share, would say that go. I mean, Alex McDonald's. Straight off the list. Shut but no, I, oh wow! <laughs> I had to get him back just then. But anyway, uh, there are players that you'd probably, you know, we've, we've John Dempster took a hell of a lot of slack, um, which uh, you know a lot of it was deserved, and it you know to a certain extent probably wasn't right for the job. But the, as I said, I think the players have got away with a lot 
the last couple of seasons and I think it's probably time where we do, do need to take a good look at them now and and make some changes I don't mean wholesale, change, wholesale changes because I don't think that's good but I think we do have to start making some uh, some big decisions absolutely and talking of big decisions uh, the three of us have been making big decisions over the last couple of weeks uh, so in the pound prediction game which in true Christmas style mm. has had some dramatic dramatic effects uh, happen to uh, it if you, don't know, life, if you don't know what the pound prediction game is it's where every single week myself Nathan and Cam put one pound into the pound prediction Mansfield Matters pot and at the end of the season the person with the most points wins all of this lovely money um, which is lots and lots of one pound coins and a nice crisp ten pound note at the moment um, yeah we'll have to count all that up to make sure it's all there at the end of the season and um, put that back down there for now last time out uh, we've done two two shows last time out we didn't do the pound prediction game we'll come on to that in a minute that was after Graham Cochran was appointed the previous podcast are you alright Cam? you can just see the top of your purple they hair fume it. I am um, furious uh, the previous podcast after John Dempster was sacked we made our predictions uh, we predicted the Northampton game and the Port Vale game and then on the last podcast after Graham Cochran had been appointed we'd already made our predictions for the two games which were still to come but in the spirit of Christmas I gave people the opportunity to change their prediction if they so wished one of us on this show decided to change one of their predictions for one of the games didn't they Cam? Um, no <laughs> you're not bad here's what happened uh, for the Northampton game I predicted a 2-1 win Nathan uh, predicted a 1-1 draw and Cam predicted a 1-0 win Nathan gets a long overdue point long overdue got... I've not even got one yet oh yeah yours is long, well, I'm gonna, long I'm gonna come over I'm gonna come on to that uh, after pr- correctly predicting a 1-1 draw for that game so Nathan is now in the lead having scored two points this series I've oh. scored one Cam would have scored one because for the Port Vale game <laughs> We predicted, I predicted a 3-0 win, Nathan predicted a 2-1 win, and Cam predicted a... 2-0 draw. 2-2 draw. And then in the last podcast, I gave you the opportunity to change your prediction. Nathan said no, I I said no, Cam said... I've changed it to a 2-1 win. I was feeling (laughs) galvanised. Ding, 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 ding. Therefore... You don't get a point because yeah. you changed ah. your prediction. You would have been fuming. on the score sheet. However, you're fuming. I'm fuming as well because Nathan has now took the lead. We know how lucky Nathan is with quizzes and with, with competitions and skill stuff and on, uh, this, class. on this podcast. Um, which means Nathan is now in the hot seat for getting all of that money at the end of the se- at the end of the series. Uh, and given how the scoring has gone on this podcast so far, this series we're correctly predicting the outcome of the games. I might as well hand over the money to him now. To be <laughs> no, honest, no, let's let it build. We thought you'd say that. We're near enough halfway through the season, and we've had three correct results. That's pretty yeah, That's it pretty is. poor. It is from our perspective. Uh, time now, though, to see if we can get any more. We are going to do uh, the next two games. So we're going to predict uh, Bradford. 
and uh, Cambridge on New Year's Day, uh, and then uh, Nathan's away for about seventy weeks, so he'll we'll have to send the. Sort of come uh, back then, yeah. unless I submit mine. I'm sure. Quickly. I'm sure. Knowing that you're two one in the driving seat at the moment, you will be sending your money in and predicting. Yeah, there's no way you're missing out on money. Um, so, Cam, seeing as you very, very nearly got a point, I'm mm. going to give the opportunity to go first um, for the Brad- excuse me for the Bradford game. Please, what's your prediction oh. for the Bradford game? <laughs> two-one win. Oh, two-one win. Okay. Uh, did you put all two pound in? Yes, I did. I actually can't it. Missed it. Uh, Nathan, what's your prediction for the Bradford game? Uh, I'm going to go for a 2-0 defeat. Oh, a 2-0 defeat. I'm going to go for a scrappy 1-0 win. We're overdue a win. We're overdue a clean sheet. Um, my first pound is in. Nathan, I'll take two your pounds. two pounds. There's one, two pounds put his in. I'll put my second one in. Nathan, can I have your prediction for Cambridge, please, on uh, New Year's Day? I think this will be where we get our first win. So I'm going to go for a solid 2 0 victory. Solid 2 0 win. Cam! Oh, I'm going to stick with a 2-1 win. 2-1 win again, okay. I am going to... I'm going to, I'm going to go for a draw in that one. It will start the year with a draw, and I think it will be a Mansfield draw, a 2-2 two, two draw. Yep. So I'm going to, I'm going to uh, <laughs> go with that. I'm going with the two, with the two-all draw uh, in that game. Boys, thank you very much. Um, this is obviously not the t- last time we'll see each other uh, this year, but it is the last time we will see uh, our viewers and, and things this year. Don't forget, uh, there will be a uh, end of decade special. Um, all I'm going to do, though, obviously, it's the end of the year now. End of the calendar year 2019. Uh, I'm going to ask you for a high point, a low point, and a player uh, of the year. I'm going to start with uh, Nathan. What's your high point? I can't of the think year? of a high point, right? <laughs> you can't think of a high I point. No. Um, God, no. Uh, what happened? I'm trying to think towards the end of, well, towards the start of last year. Uh, well, we'll go for, we'll go for low point, and I'll probably go for. Cambridge at home this year the 4-0 drubbing that was that was hard uh, that was tough to take or was it a player player uh, player of the year um, might get criticised because I think he's been getting a lot of criticism lately but probably uh, I wasn't going to go Danny Rose but I don't know I don't know uh, you know what I'm going to go for Sweeney at the minute since we brought him in yeah uh, solid choice yep yeah, Sweeney I can't think of a high. <laughs> Cam? Uh, high point for me. Ooh, uh, I'd probably say the 3-2 win at Colchester back in January. By the way, the noise you've just heard on my laptop is YouTube giving me a not- notification that Nathan Emma have uploaded a new video to their YouTube channel. So that's just annoying. Anyway, carry on. We haven't. Yeah, apparently you have. That's what I'm allowed to do, <laughs> Apparently you have. Yeah. The, uh, an early Christmas present. <laughs> that video. No? Does not ring any bells. Nathan and Emma, his girlfriend, have a YouTube channel. Uh, I subscribe to it. Yeah, yeah, just saying. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, high point. <laughs> well, high point. I know what we're doing. Um, yeah, the the Colchester game back in January. Uh, two wheel down, winning three two late on. Yeah. Turn it around, it's second half. Uh, low point. 
it's either going to be MK'd on to eight or oh, Newport yeah. new in playoffs second leg yeah. oh, I've got to go for the Newport game okay I've got, I think I'm going to go for one which neither are you going to have gone for your player oh, oh, otherwise pretty bad Git sorry yeah, every time <laughs> every time I thought you were going to say like flip cross sacks no yeah that was that was that sad was Player, um, Bish. Mm, okay, uh, I'm going to go for the high point uh, for me. I'm going to agree with Cam, uh, which is the Colchester game, two 0 down, three two three two win. Although it ended in a bit of a sour taste with Hayden White's yeah. injury, of course. Uh, I'll also add into the mix uh, on the high point for a glorious, um, a glorious couple of minutes. Uh, right, there's two high points one's tongue in cheek the other's not a glorious couple of minutes in the playoffs uh, in that first leg when the Mansfield and the Flitcroft were back when we played well we dominated the game we were really looked on fire but obviously, but we, that obviously we got robbed and we, we messed it all up uh, another high point was that yeah. the first three minutes at MK Dons when technically we were in League One uh, that's yeah. the tongue in cheek one uh, and then obviously I think we've some good performances um, in there-ish um, probably the you know January February low point for me Nathan nicked it off me the Oldham game because I think I genuinely felt after Rose's goal not goal um, that that was that was it you could I sensed it then that that it had gone that the whole thing had just been blown out of proportion and just gone uh, another Steve low point seemed um, pretty bad yeah. uh, another low point was obviously Cambridge at home um, but I think I can't disagree with uh, the sacking of David Flipcroft I think that's still to this day I think that that's still something mm. which is hanging over us slowly but surely Graham Clockland's pulling it round though and um, yeah uh, and it that will go going into the new year but that's still there's still a bit of I'm a just, taste of that in the air I'm ready for a new decade I'm, that's yeah, one thing I can definitely. say certainly yeah. for Mansfield Town point of view I mean we'll go on to it in our special we will next week but uh, just 2019 I've just been held and finally for me my player I'm uh, going to agree uh, with Sweeney I don't think you can look past him the business we did to get him on a free in January is the best business we have done because yeah. he will turn into a, either a, a great long serving player for us or as a great sellable asset to bring us some money in and go watch him go on and thrive like other players have been in the past but this time we have some money in the bank to go along with it nice. uh, as uh, Nathan uh, has said um, obviously we'll be back with one more show this calendar year as we look back on the 10s 2010s uh, as a decade a decade in which the Stags escaped from the conference reached the Wembley Cup final lost in the playoffs twice uh, beat our rivals had some fantastic games some great managers and some fantastic times as well and a decade in which this podcast was <laughs> born bless you uh, fine I'm going to ask you very very quickly for your message uh, to our people at home our watchers our commenters the people who've supported this show all throughout the year Cam your very brief message to everybody at home straight down that camera there please just a massive thank you to everyone that stuck by as I know it's not been we're not the greatest podcast in the world but we <laughs> Listen, we might not be the greatest, it might not be the most high budget, but we do it because Mansfield matters. Oh. Oh. High budget? We've got a mug with money in it. Yeah, More high budget you get than that. I've nailed a Merry Christmas sign to the bloody wall. <laughs> I've got some lights. 
Well, 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 you can you in, you know, up-to-date stag shirt. Well, well no. not so much. Uh, Nathan, your message. Um, yeah, I mean, thanks for everyone for, for tuning in to us for the last three years. Um, yes, yeah, no, no, a long time. time. Yeah, uh, And we certainly will be taking it. No wonder Cam's daddy's air purple. It must have been going grey. <laughs> Probably that, that is that's true. It makes sense. Uh, but yeah, we'll be taking it into the new decade. Uh, get behind the stags, hopefully. Ten years is a long time, especially in football. Mm. And we'll see where we were ten years ago. And we can all agree, even though it's been a bad season this year, I think we can all agree that the club itself, thanks to, to, to John and Carolyn Radford, is in a 100 million times better place than it was 10 years ago. So, you know, let's keep following the club that we love, ride these rough times, but enjoy the good times when they come. And, uh, yeah, let's, let's take it into the new decade. Annoyingly, I've got to try and better that now as we end this show. Um, I'm going to say one thing I would like to wish uh, our good friend Simon Mercer all the best. He's two young boys, Dylan and Harry, have spent Christmas in hospital. Uh, I believe they're now out at home. Um, so Merry Christmas to you. Uh, have a fantastic rest of, uh, rest of the year. To all of you that watch, that comment, that share, that talk to us on Match Day and engage with us, thank you very much uh, for making this podcast worthwhile and uh, for coming over and chatting to us. Uh, to the board of directors and the club in general thank you for as Nathan said making it a much better place um, than uh, it was 10 years ago and of course uh, to all the players and, and everything like that you, you give us something to talk about each week but please just maybe let's improve a little bit so we can talk about <laughs> yeah, something more positive going happy. into a new year uh, let's be happy for once we will be back on uh, New Year's Eve with a pre-recorded uh, end of the decade review special which will include a mammoth quiz and an anagram and an anagram round and an anagram round and an anagram round you're looking forward to that mate I'm going to start studying I think you can't study anagrams no you you certainly can't Uh, thank you very much for watching thank you very much for listening we shall see you next time on the show for the fans by the fans why? because man's film matters it does we'll see you next time (laughs) see you later people my walking hard and the players walking hard are two different things so uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to my way of thinking I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure but uh, look at the lads are giving their all again on another day they might not have come back I'm asking the players now um, let, let's step up to the plate and start rewarding the fans because the last two games the fans have been magnificent and they've got us back in the game let's be honest um, I, 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 I don't think uh, I don't think we can hide that days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com this podcast is proud to be part of the talk sport fan network talk sport powered by fans